welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. Today I want to spend a bit of time thinking about a difficult topic, how to cling on to the faith when life gets tough. It is a difficult topic, but it is an important one because I'm sure that we've all been through times in our lives when the pain is absolutely overwhelming and we can't see a way through the darkness and we just wonder where God is and what on earth he's doing. And to think about this, we're going to look at the story from Acts chapter 9, verse 32 to 42, in which Peter revives Dorcas from death. It's an amazing story with a great deal to teach us. So all of us know that life can sometimes be very cruel, can't it? Things happen to us and we have absolutely no reason why, and we just don't understand it. And it's at times such as these that our faith is put to the test and we discover what a professed relationship with Jesus really means to us or if it means anything at all. When we walk through the valley of the shadow of death or when we suffer some deep loss in our lives, how will we stand in the faith? Well, there is no easy answer to this and anyone who says there is, well, don't trust them because the last thing we're looking for is trite answers to the complex problems of life. But the Bible is full of examples for us to look to. Examples of ordinary people like you and me who went through extremely dark times and coped with that through the faith they had in Jesus. And our story from Acts of the Apostles, the story of Tabitha, or as she was also known, Dorcas, is one of those stories. And while this doesn't provide all the answers we need, there are three points I want to pick out from this story for us to think about when life gets tough. And the first is very simple. Hold on. Just hold on. When life gets tough and God seems far away, hold on. Keep hoping in God, even when the circumstances suggest that such hope is useless. Tabitha, or Dorcas, lived in a town called Joppa. Dorcas was a beautiful woman, well loved by everyone, and she was renowned for her kindness and showing love to others. She was well known for doing good works, for helping the poor and it seems providing clothes for them as a seamstress when they were in need. And then this beautiful woman, Dorcas, becomes ill and dies. The people of the town couldn't believe it. Dorcas was gone. How could such a thing happen? A short while ago, she was just going about her everyday life, helping those in need, and now she's gone. How could God let this happen? And most of the town went into a time of deep mourning, But there were some disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus in that town, and they'd heard that the Apostle Peter was in a nearby town called Lydda. So we read in verse 38, Lydda was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Why did they want Peter to come? He doesn't say. Perhaps they didn't even know themselves. They were just struck down with grief and loss and anguish and cried out, Peter, please come to us. It seems that in their sense of loss, they hadn't lost faith. They didn't know if Peter could do anything, but they knew that their only hope was in sharing fellowship with this apostle and, well, who knows what God would do. These disciples were just holding on. And crucially, in holding on, they didn't stop meeting with other believers. They stayed together and they asked Peter to be with them. When we go through difficult times, there is a temptation to stop coming to church. There's a temptation to remove ourselves from the fellowship of faith. But it truly is the worst thing we can do. If we do that, our faith may never recover. These disciples, in their pain and grief, were just holding on, and they stayed in the fellowship of faith. 
And when we go through dark times, we need to do the same thing. And secondly, we learn that when we go through dark times, we need to stay open to God and give him space to do in us whatever he wants to do. Peter must have felt pretty overwhelmed by the scene that greeted him when he arrived at Dorcas's house. He was just an ordinary man, like you and me, and here he is in an upper room with Dorcas laid out in preparation for her funeral. What a dark, hopeless situation for him to be in. And yet even when everything seems hopeless, he opens himself up to God to see what God will do through him and in him. And there are three things that Peter does here that we can learn from for ourselves. In verse 40, which says this, Peter sent them all out of the room, then got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. Well, first, he clears the room of mourners. They were probably a distraction to him. And when we want to hear from God, we need to get rid of the distractions in our lives. What distracts you from hearing God speak to you? When you are in a dark time in life, what distracts you from hearing from God? Maybe something simple like lack of sleep, lack of food, trying to drown out the pain with noise and activity. Sometimes to hear from God in our most difficult times, we need to get rid of the distractions. And second, he got down on his knees to pray. Peter knew that he was utterly dependent on God in that moment, so he got on his knees and prayed. It sounds like an obvious thing, but I know for myself that when I go through difficult times in life, I sometimes spend more time worrying about things and inventing imaginary futures, imaginary worst-case scenarios, than I do spend time praying. We need to pray. And then thirdly, Peter stepped out in faith, even when everything felt hopeless. He spoke to Dorcas's dead body and told her to get up, and she did. It was an incredible thing to do. Peter had no power in himself to bring Dorcas back to life, but he stepped out in faith, believing in the power of God, and Dorcas was revived. So like Peter, we need to be open to what God wants to do in our times of trial. It may not always be what we want him to do, but he is always there at work in some way. So firstly, hold on, even when things seem hopeless. Secondly, stay open to what God wants to do in you and through you. And finally, remember that how you respond in difficult times will impact the faith of others. Now, when you are in your own pain, you may not want to think about how others are being impacted. That's understandable, you've got enough on your plate. But it's good to remember that sometimes our greatest witness is how we cope with trials and in times of difficulty. Not that we should pretend that there's no pain, of course, and walk around with some saintly smile on our face. But if people see that we are real with our pain and that we're trying to work out our faith in the midst of it, then that will have a profound impact on others and they'll be drawn closer to God themselves. And that's what happened with Peter here. He revived Dorcas, and what do we read in verse 42? This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. His witness in a time of darkness, how he coped with his own struggle, was a profound witness to faith in God that positively impacted others in their walk with Jesus. So today you may be going through a difficult time, a dark time, and you may be wondering where God is in your situation, and there is no easy answer to this. But this passage does give us these three simple but important principles. Firstly, hold on. 
Just hold on and don't stop meeting in Christian fellowship with others. Second, be open to what God might be doing in you and through you. And thirdly, be aware that others will be impacted by how they see you go through your struggles as a Christian. So we give thanks to God for this story that gives us hope in our darkest times, that even when we think God is absent, he's not. God is at work, he is with us, and he will hold us in our pain. Well, I hope that you found this a useful podcast and that it will be helpful as you go through difficult times in your own life. And wherever you are today, whatever you're going through, I pray that you will know God's peace in your heart and be assured of the fact that he is holding you, most especially in your darkest times. Anyway, thank you for being with me today. I look forward to being with you again soon. Bye bye.